0: Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Courtney, CEO and co-founder at Renewal Logistics. Renewal Logistics is a high-volume, woman-owned company that specializes in contract logistics in the apparel, footwear, and consumer goods industries. And it was an absolute pleasure to find out more. I mean, the stories that Courtney had about having to turn around, like, thousands, if not millions of product in just a few days for, for one of our customers or a few of her customers. So definitely go and check out that episode. I'm always happy to put the spotlight on women-owned businesses, especially ones as successful as this one and as innovative. I was truly inspired by Courtney's journey, You know, looking at fulfillment through a carbon-neutral lens and creating those exceptional brand experiences that they do over at Renewal Logistics. I'm telling you, if you missed this episode, you definitely want to go and check it out. If you did listen to it, I hope you enjoyed it. But remember, you can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com over on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 332. And if you have a supply chain challenge, we've most likely had the solution on our show. So go to the website, put your keyword in the search bar, and all that content will come up, and you'll be able to find out which vendor is right for you. onboard new EDI trading partners in days, not months, with Orderful. Orderful provides a modern EDI platform that is displacing legacy on-premise and managed service solutions. Stop building point-to-point solutions. If you are a retailer, manufacturer, logistics provider, or technology company, you can build a single integration to Orderful's API, and Orderful will validate, translate and communicate transactions to all of your trading partners. Orderful customers are onboarding new trading partners 80% faster, resulting in increased revenue and lower overall EDI costs. To modernize your EDI infrastructure, visit orderful, O-R-D-E-R-F-U-L.com, and speak to an EDI expert today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Today, I'm joined by a brand that are using their expertise and deep industry knowledge to make ocean visibility simple. I know a lot of you will be breathing a sigh of relief just at the thought of making ocean visibility simple, but which brand is doing it? Well, I'll reveal it after the poll of the week. So the question that we asked you, would you rather attend events... In person, so you get to network. Well, 76% of you said that you would online. It's more comfortable. That was 23%. And one of you said, or 1% of you said other. Jerome says there is a cost component that has to be considered both in currency and the value of your time that you spend in traveling to the event. That is such a great point. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to also think about the opportunity costs of you being there. And if you're the only salesperson, you could miss out on some sales or you could gain some sales depending on that particular event. Mariette, depends on the event. Trade shows are better in person. Educational events, virtual works well. John says another part is many companies drastically reduced budget allocation for events that are not a marketing showcase of your product offerings. So if interest in intending for knowledge, insight to new things is extremely limited budget. You might get one show a year. It's another reason I wholeheartedly support your Blended Pledge to help others who may not have the resources to cover such events out of pocket. Awesome. Thanks, John. And Leslie, online, much preferred. I can take notes, process information, network asynchronously. I love that. Well, thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on the poll and the question of the week. We ask you a question every single Wednesday morning. So head over to the Let's Talk Supply Chain, LinkedIn, And we're asking you questions over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain Instagram as well. So go check that out. Now, back to today's episode, and which market-leading ocean tech company is joining me today? Well, it's Gatehouse Maritime. Gatehouse Maritime delivers next-generation data insights for end-to-end ocean visibility. Founded in 1992, they help global supply chains, offshore industries, maritime providers, and surveillance companies gain easy access to ocean data insights for resilient operations, value to end customers, and efficient, safe navigation for profitable businesses. Today, Morton, Market Development Director at Gatehouse Maritime, joins me to chat all about the company, the challenging landscape of the maritime industry, using technology to support sustainability, championing digitalization, and the ocean trends to look out for in 2023. But before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about about Morton. Morton is the Market Development Director at Gatehouse Maritime. He has been part of the supply chain and freight forwarding industries for over two decades, with the last five years focusing on data-driven technologies to help improve the challenges the industry faces globally. He is now part of Gatehouse Maritime, an industry-leading data supplier providing true ocean visibility to many industries in the logistics tech segment. So welcome to the show Morton.
1: Thanks Sarah. Thanks. So happy to be here.
0: I know and I'm so excited to be showcasing Gatehouse Maritime because we've been talking for a while. I've done some research for this episode and I think our audience and community is really going to have a good time learning a little bit more about what you are doing. So I hope so. Talk to us about what is happening in the market right now. What are the challenges that you're facing um, as a startup? What are some of the challenges you're hearing from your customers?
1: I think for, for us as a company, of course, the challenge is you know, mainly being in Denmark and, and trying, to, trying to really make it over here, I think, uh, but also the challenges that we see in the industry with. With everything that's going on, people are getting laid off, and and maybe yeah. some of the investments that that you want to do into this space are are slowing down. But, right. but again, some of that comes to our, our advantage as well. Yeah. And I think uh, we're really in a good spot uh, and and moving forward. To Great. be honest, so. and
0: then in the maritime industry specifically, what are some of the challenges that you're seeing?
1: Well, you know. You know, people are trying to do this and really trying to do it good, uh, and and that's of course a challenge for all of us, uh, but I think what we try to focus on is just doing what we really are good at and not, not doing too much. Yeah. Uh, and I think you have to work with a lot of partners to really do it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So, we always
0: say that collaboration is the future of business. So let's get right into it then. Talk to us about Gatehouse Maritime. Who are you? What do you do? How do you help your customers?
1: Well, Gatehouse Maritime's been around for, for 20 years, or more than 20 years. Uh, it has been on in this Kind of space. Uh, but we've been tracking vessels for more than 20 years and have a lot of history, have a lot of historic data for yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And, and really important to everything that we do. Uh, we do, you know, tracking of vessels, we do container tracking, we do a lot of intelligence around the ports. So you can, you know, optimize your supply chain. And that's more or less, you know, in all what we really want to help uh, industries with.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that because your um, platform is very, very important to keep freight moving.
1: Exactly. Now,
0: that is something that we struggled with during the pandemic, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And so, talk to us about that kind of disruption and how you really helped your customers keep their freight moving.
1: I think what what's important is that you try to plan better and i think the industry has been hasn't done that and i and are still struggling to do it right Uh, and i think the industry is really struggling to do you know work with technology and try to try to you know optimize the options that you have and really do this well I think from my side, I've been in the industry with freight forwarding my entire life and I never had this track and trace uh, opportunity to work with. So it's something that even though my generation has to kind of get under their skin to, yes. uh, to have it to work, right? And yes. that's that's some of the struggles that we have because I really want to try to change the you know, life of a freight forwarder, change the life of a disability provider mm-hmm. or or just change the the supply chain for, for any company, right? To do the tracking right, to, to make sure that you're optimizing everything that you can do.
0: Yeah. I, re- I remember sitting in operations like 10 years ago.
1: Exactly. And I
0: had a client ask me, why can I not see where my my where my product is in the container in the pre- precise point in the ocean exactly I could have used you guys back you then you could
1: have you could have <laughs> you could have but I think you know COVID kind of started it but but the problems were there before way before COVID too they really so yeah. so so this is just something that really kicked it off and and really I think helped us all in this industry kind of okay this is now a focus point but. You know, a problem doesn't you you can't solve it right here, right now. So it takes time, and, and yeah. I think the industry is still trying to adopt to it. Yeah. Uh, but I've been to these, uh, you know, shows, and visibility is the main thing that everyone's talking about. So yeah. so it's something that's really moving forward, and we're yeah. really, yeah, gaining a lot of uh, momentum into. So Great, so, so. that's
0: really good to hear. Now, talk to me about the tracking product. Let's dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. What exactly uh, is it, right? Like, yeah. can we track containers? Can we track vessels? You know, mm-hmm. what exactly does that look like? And what are the benefits for your customers? Mm-hmm. Like, What are they seeing? How are they using it?
1: I think, first of all, if you don't have any tracking, you, you trust the carriers. right? And not to say all carriers are bad, but a lot of them are, are missing key missing components, key, components, yeah. key milestones to, to actually do this but our product we, we try to gather everything that we have we have vessel tracking we have container tracking we have port intelligence we ha- have all of these products that we gather into one pile of data and then that's how we you know track that's how we predict that's how we do all of these milestones that are missing because yeah. a lot of the carriers again missing milestones of arrival or departure yeah. but but we you know we put it in there uh, with with the stuff we see if we're tracking a vessel, then we can easily see if it's arriving or not. We have a port that's geofenced, so we can see when it's entering the port and when it's oh, actually really? Yeah. Wow, amazing. So so there's a lot of things, but it, it needs to work together in one big data yeah. source. Uh, we call it Ocean.io. Uh, so so that's, that's yeah.
0: Okay, and then you mentioned port intelligence. Yes. Right. Talk us through what that actually is and how that is helping. I mean, at the end of the day... <laughs> We, the ports really aren't as digital as we need them to be, right, in order for us to be able to take containers in and out of the port Mm. more efficiently so that we don't have drivers waiting for hours and hours and hours and hours. So talk to us about your port intelligence solution. What is that? How does that help your customers? What are the benefits
1: our port intelligence is we have gathered already so much historic data, and like I mentioned, we've geofenced the ports, okay. so we know from you know the vessel entering an anchorage area. Yep. So we know the dwelling time or the anchorage time for for any port. I think we've geofenced over five hundred ports around the world. Wow! So so knowing that and the time of the vessel arriving to the cargo actually being discharged or the ship berthing or even though car or even cargo being gated out. So we have all this information, mm-hmm. so you can just, you know, work with us, have a, let's say, port of LA. Mm-hmm. We know everything about the time spent from the vessel arriving out here in the berthing area or dwell area to actually a container being gated out. Mm-hmm. So that is something that a lot of, uh, you know, companies in this industry really need and yeah. trust. Of course, trust is one thing, we really, we really want people or our customers to start trusting our predictions because the data foundation is so good or so big that that you really you have to trust these things. Of course, we we can't be totally precise on how the containers actually or what time it's being gated out, but you have a great overview of the with the port intelligence to say, okay, it it actually takes three days from from arrival to gate out. That's that's the uh, that's that's you know the time spent all the time yeah. at this port right so
0: and it's a pretty unique solution to the industry i mean i haven't heard anything out there quite like it
1: no i don't see a lot of competition within that because uh, i think again us our history of 20 years we've we've done this we've we've done surveillance of power cables and everything so so we we've, we've already had all of these uh, ports geo. work yes 20 years of work you yeah. can't just do that right now. So I think uh, the companies uh, in our space that we compete with they they're not doing it or not trying to do it. We we're, we're trying to combine everything with that. Also yeah. the you know like the container tracking and vessel tracking to, yeah. to do it. So so it is a, a unique product uh, and it's something that we're seeing a rise in, in demand in too. Yeah. So so really, really great product that well, all the development Well, and developed I think and it's done. also
0: a competitive advantage to a lot of companies it is, as well, it is, right? It is. To be able to work with a product like yours mm. and really know where everything yeah. is yeah. Uh, when they need to know that information. Yeah. Um, now, I wanted to ask you, what industries do you work with? I mean, do you work across all industries? Are there specific industries? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, I, we do. Uh, and I think the products that I've mentioned already, you know, makes us available to do that. Because I think even our competition are wanting some of our data to, to work with, uh-huh. right?
0: collaborate. Yeah, with tech
1: exactly, brands. exactly. So because so, we have some unique products that, yeah. that are useful in and let's say if you're a visibility provider that, mm-hmm. that you can use and work with, right? So, so our industries really span from every everywhere in the supply chain more or less. So analytic companies, freight forwarders, 3PLs, visibility providers, TMS systems, all of these, all of the above more or less, right? Yeah. So so, we, you know, there's so many there for us to work with and and that's what's exciting about working here at Gatehouse is that we can work with all these industries, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, when somebody is looking at your dashboard, let's say, yeah. what are the tools and things that they have access to? Like, paint us a picture of what that would look like as a client being able to access all this data mm. through your platform and through a dashboard. I think
1: the important thing is that we, we don't offer dashboards. We, okay. we are... We are solely a uh, data provider, mm-hmm. and we want to stay that way and I think it's important to okay. also when we work with our you know other visibility providers that this is what we do this is what we want to you know focus on, focus on yeah. be best in class at mm-hmm. right so so we 're not a competition we 're not trying to build another platform for anyone to work with yeah. so I think that's also an, an advantage to us right because we this is what we 're going to do this is what we want to be, and yeah. this is where we want to be. So, so working with us uh, will be as a neutral partner, right? So you you don't have to you don't have to worry about us yeah. wanting to do so much more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're able to share that data yes. across multiple different uh, stakeholders in the industry. So, talk to us about who that ideal client would be for you. I mean, you've talked about TMS yeah. providers. You know, I'm, I'm assuming maybe 3PLs, but also large enterprise shippers mm. really gain some momentum exactly, utilizing exactly.
1: your data. But I think you you hit it spot on. I think the TMSs probably are the ideal partner. Okay. Uh, but visibility providers too. Uh, but mm-hmm. but I really see a trend in TMS systems that, that want to work with us uh, and, and want to work with us because our data quality is, is something that they'd heard, right? Superior. Uh, superior, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of them have are doing it themselves but kind of figuring out it's a lot of work and it's 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 hard to maintain or it's hard to do it right so kind of why not buy instead of build right so so we're really seeing an increase in that and I don't know if it's is everything that the industry is going through with the cutbacks and everything but mm-hmm. that's it's what we're we're seeing, right? So, that's so right. to me, a TMS uh, or a freight forwarder, of course, it needs to be, of course, a little uh, a size sizable freight forwarder because, again, having to work with it, having you need somewhere to put our data. Yeah. Us being a, a software uh, partner, right? So, so you need somewhere to put it, and a lot of times it ends up you want to put it in your TMS. So, yeah. we 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 maybe start with a 3PL and then we end up talking through their TMS system. Yeah. So, so that's.
0: Well, and you want to make sure that they're they're being able to use it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, talk to us about onboarding. I mean, I'm guessing that's pretty quick, right? Because you're putting data to them. It is. It is.
1: Them,
0: and you just have to make sure that the systems are, mm. are communicating to each other and making sure that they're getting yeah. the right data.
1: I think one of the important things, data quality is something that we really... It's huge. We've yeah,
0: been talking about yeah, data yeah, for way yeah, too yeah, long. <laughs> yeah.
1: But data quality is what we want to do. and. What we tr- everything that we do, all the language that we talk into this mm-hmm. platform is the DCSA standards. We okay. really want to do it that way and that makes it easier for a lot of our customers to work with us because right. you, you have these multiple sources, you have these multiple carriers, they all talk in a different language, but we set it out, we, we, we give it to you in a, in a DCSA standard. So right. that makes it a lot easier to onboard. It. You don't have to code or do all the stuff mm-hmm. that you need to do you can just it's one set of data right yeah. so I think that's important I think we have a whole team of course of onboarding yeah. and so so that makes it easy but but I I'm not a data scientist but I also I say what you say right it's it's an easy API to work with but but I believe and we're we see that our customers really believe it or think it's a, it's an easy API to work with. Yeah, so.
0: and they they can have visibility at their fingertips.
1: Exactly, I right away. That. Yeah, I love
0: that. Now I want to ask you about sustainability because I know that that's a big pillar at Gatehouse. Uh, it is. Right. So talk mm. to us about what sustainability and your commitment to that means.
1: Of course, sustainability is very important to us, yeah. like everyone else, I think, and we're really trying to help. Uh, you know, companies that want to work a lot more with su- sustainability. Because we have all the data, we have the speed of the vessels, we're, we're trying to help you, again, optimize your awesome. supply chain, right? And giving you
0: the data to Ex- be able exactly. to hit some of those sustainability goals.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But also just helping the industry plan better, to do better, you know, not wait at ports. All of that is is something that we're helping you know awesome. su- su- sustainability too right yeah. so so we're really trying to focus on that uh, yeah. as well it's not a product that we try to sell, but it's we're really helping all of these industries wanting to do this, right? Uh, yeah. So.
0: Well, and you're making an impact.
1: Yeah, we right. are.
0: You're making an impact. It doesn't necessarily need to be in all flashing lights. No. But you have it as a pillar, and it's an important part, and you're going to be one of those that can help make an impact within sustainability in supply chain, which yeah. is great, and I applaud you for that. Thanks. So now it's storytelling time. Let's yeah. talk about a case study. So, what is the challenge that one of your customers came to you with? What was the solution that they used, and what was the ROI and benefit to them?
1: I think one of the best stories uh, that I can tell is that you know meeting all of these uh, uh, competition or visibility providers, TMS systems, that you know all believe that they have they have the gold ore to kind of do this. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And then whenever we start a, a case with them or show them what we've got, they kind of go, oh, okay. That so <laughs> a lot of times I really like those situations, right? The light what, bulb exactly, <laughs> where you where you really meet this uh, you know that's been in the industry for so many years and 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 really believe that they they're doing an, and they they are, but figure out that that we have something unique. We have some maybe some carriers that they're not able to work with, we're able to, right? So so I think those are the, the best moments uh, where, where we really help the industry, right? Uh, yeah. So I really like those.
0: Well, and they really understand the ROI and benefit from mm. utilizing your data, bringing your data into the mm. fold of what yeah. they can actually offer yeah. their customers. Yeah. So you're even helping them probably mm. Generate new revenue streams. Can I say
1: that? Yeah, I think you can, yeah. But like I said, like I mentioned before, I really want to try to change the way you work as a freight forwarder. Trust our predictions because we have so many multiple predictions. Not just sharing the data from the carriers, but multiple predictions, gate-out predictions, arrival predictions, discharge predictions, all of these predictions. But, you know, being able to trust those with us and then work in a different way in your day-to-day work life as a as a uh, you know freight forwarder like you mentioned that you were doing uh, many years ago yeah. right yeah. so yeah. So I really believe that we can change that. It, it takes time, uh, the, yeah, industri- yeah. the industry's c- kind of slowing, uh, growing <laughs> into it, right? Uh, but yeah. uh, it really takes time to, to change this. Uh, but. Yeah,
0: and I, there's so many ways that they can utilize this and work with you to have some competitive advantage. And yeah. For a 3PL, a freight forwarder, yeah. a TMS, yeah. that's a pretty big deal. Ooh. So talk to us, what's the future look like at Gatehouse Maritime?
1: It really looks good. Uh, But of course, again, we need to focus on data quality. Uh, And I think. I love
0: that you say that, right? Because a lot of times we talk about data, but we're still talking about cleaning it up.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. We need
0: quality data. Yeah.
1: And again, for us, for Gatehouse, maybe it's a little boring, but we want to focus on this is what we do. We don't want to do too much because then you're not doing it right. Right. Uh, So we really believe in staying on track, Mm -hmm. uh, working with data quality to improve. you know, the customer solution for, for all of the customers that we work with. Yeah. We really work closely with them. If, if they have a need, we, we try to really, you know, try to fill that or try to build something differently for them if they they need that, right? So very important.
0: Amazing. Well, I am really excited to see what else you are doing, how you are increasing the standard of data quality in our industry, which is really needed, really important, and providing the data points to those freight forwarders, those 3PLs, those logistics service providers that, need that information so that, you know, those shippers, the BCOs can really plan better exactly you're going to make an impact on sustainability as well and super excited to see that so if you want more information go to gatehousemaritime.com reach out to morton and the team and they can let you know a little bit more about what they're working on how they can help you and how their data can actually drive better outcomes for you and your customers thanks so much for joining me today thank you Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity bottom line and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. If you would like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com or even our YouTube channel to check out the latest. And let me tell you, if you have a supply chain challenge, we've most likely had the solution on our show. You can find out through our podcast episodes whether they're the right fit for you and whether you're the right fit for them without even going into their sales funnel. So head over to the website, put your keyword into the search bar and those podcast episodes will come up and you can listen to them and find out so much more about how they can potentially help you and whether you're their ideal client. And remember to come back next week where we are going to be re-airing the Space Logistics episode of Thoughts and Coffee. That's right. We wanted to bring this to you as our audience once again because Space Logistics is fascinating. It's growing very, very quickly, and it's going to be in the trillions of dollars as an industry in a very, very short period of time. So Ryan from Payload joined me on Thoughts and Coffee to talk all about what it means for space logistics, what it means for supply chain professionals, and what you should be thinking about when you think about space logistics and maybe into the future of not only your business, but maybe your career. And I don't know if you checked it out, but last week we aired an episode of Blended about education that you do not want to miss. So if you did miss it, go and check that out as well. If you enjoy our show, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain, and subscribe to our newsletter over at LetstalkSupplyChain.com. Plus, we also have some really cool merch over on our website and you can also purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop so head over there now we also have launched the secret society of supply chain and we are encouraging the supply chain community to join our waitlist because we are going to be launching those memberships membership groups very, very soon. And we have limited spots. So if you're looking for exclusive content, giveaways, deals, if you're looking for exclusive groups for women in supply chain and and marketing professionals in supply chain as well, we have got you covered under the Secret Society of Supply Chain. So go and check that out on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn. Make sure you get in on the waitlist because you're gonna be you're gonna want to be one of the first to know when we are launching, so you can secure your spot. And remember, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.